Good evening, everyone. This is Ben Sadiq, your host of 3P Ball. And uh, yesterday, I obviously covered uh, my uh, semifinals matchup. I lost to Jin, who is now playing in the finals. Joining me today is Team Byron. Byron is with me. What up, Byron? Ben, how's it going? Good, man. Thanks for joining. Hey, um, thanks for having me. No problem. We have a good bit to cover with Byron. He was obviously in the other bracket uh, or the other side of the championship bracket facing off against the number one seeded Sherry and close matchup. But at the end, Sherry came through 5-4. So let's pause there. Byron, how are you feeling? Yeah. Talk to us right now. Oh, my God. I'm sure you're feeling the same way. Still recovering. Yeah. I feel mentally, emotionally, just psychologically drained from, from the week that was. The most intense week, I would say, of my fantasy career so far. Easily. You felt that way yeah. too, right? I wonder yeah. why. We've been playing fantasy for a while. What I made it like the... so high pressure? Yeah, I just feel like the the competition has has just skyrocketed over the last few years to to this kind of point where um, just overall investment from everyone, all the competitors in the league, is kind of yeah, kind of culminated into this uh, this past week where the four of us were just so into it, making um, very hard decisions. I would say dropping you know um, players that typically you wouldn't see getting dropped throughout the course of the season, but it was definitely make or break everyone was, you know, willing to do whatever it took basically to get to the finals. And ultimately it was Jen and uh, Sherry and not the two of us, unfortunately, yeah. but uh, it is what it is. Yeah. I was really <laughs> looking forward to the redemption arc, us two mid bros oh, making yeah. it to the finals for the first time. And yeah. actually, you know, I would have settled at second. I would have been totally okay with second. I'm not even going to lie. But I was okay <laughs> with was it. That's literally my mentality too. All of last week, I was like, okay, as long as I make it through this matchup against Shiroz, I've basically clinched a trophy. The, the one thing I've never accomplished my entire fantasy career, and I'd be happy with that. I probably would be, you know, so drained to the point where I'd be, um, you know, uh, underperforming in the finals, but I was okay with that. I, I was mentally ready and I was, that would have been, I, I would have been way more than satisfied at that. I agree. And I take back last year, I was a little snarky. Vahid was so happy just making it to the finals. And I was like, man, what the hell is this? Like, why are you just so happy to be second? Now, this year, it's like, that was my only goal. Drop everyone yeah. just to be second. So, yeah. uh, you obviously played in the quarterfinals as well. And you had a matchup with Akmal. And mm -hmm. you sent Akmal home. Um, at, 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 during that week, you picked up TJ McConnell and John Collins. Was that to help you in quarterfinals, help you in semis? Were you looking forward or were you just focused on the quarterfinal matchup? Yeah, my, my mentality was really just week by week. Just get through the week, you know, um, focus on that matchup because nothing was guaranteed. Um, for me, like the TJ McConnell pickup was an easy decision because I, I, I have Halliburton on my roster. He was injured, so that was, that was a no-brainer for me. Um, and the John Collins move, I, also just to help me get through the week, help me boost up you know, my field goal percentage, rebounds, even though like I, I did fairly decent in those categories, but um, just by the off chance that, you know, John, John Collins gave me, um, you know, some astronomical uh, statistical performance, like in any given night, 
even though like, I don't know how, what the probability of that would have been, but um, I was like, okay, maybe I'll grab this guy. He's like um, rated fairly high. So why not just, you know, pick him up? Makes sense. Okay. I, I was just curious how forward looking you were. So yeah. you advanced quarterfinals and what was waiting you with Rose, the undisputed, you know, mm -hmm. right now, just legacy creating arc of his, um, you were facing him. What was your game plan? Yeah. Talk me through the early part of the week. Yeah. Come Monday, what were you thinking? How are you formulating to try to beat Chiroz? Bro, honestly, going into the week, zero game plan. I was expecting oh, to get shit. slaughtered right off the bat. I was, ex I was expecting Chiroz to just slap me um, to begin. Um, but to my surprise, my team actually started off fairly hot. Um, I would say like I have some unpredictably streaky players on my roster, but somehow they were performing fairly well. Like um, I, I can recall stocks being pretty good. Um, rebounds being pretty good. Field goal percentage was nice, decent in the points category. So to my surprise, not only was I, you know, keeping pace with Shiro's, I was actually leading in um, some of these categories, but I knew like it, I had to remain skeptical and um, just continue to focus and, and, um, you know, just kind of remain in, in that moment of, of uh, just making sure I, I did what it took to, to maintain that. Makes sense. Um, yeah, looking at it Monday, Christian Wood, Jabari Smith, two late additions, giving you 29 and 6, 17, 11 and 2. That's a strong jump um, being provided right off the bat. And then Tuesday, uh, Jalen Brown, who came through for you this entire finals, he, he snapped, he gave you 27, yeah. five and four. And then the next game, he gave you 41, 13 and three, obviously. So you kind of, you, I guess you didn't have really a game plan, but as you, I guess you saw it live, what your players were doing and, and uh, pivoted from there. Yeah. Yeah. And, and what I would say is I, I feel like it, it reached like a very critical moment kind of midway through the week. I think it was Thursday. Um, Basically, this was when, you know, I have Scotty Barnes, Shiroz has Gary Trent Jr. Both were day-to-day, -day, uh, and reports had them doubtful to play, you know, Friday and Sunday, because they only had two games remaining in that week. So this, I, I felt, was like the critical moment in our matchup where um, I thought to myself, okay, I can possibly drop Scotty, pick up someone to, you know, gain additional ga uh, games on Shiroz. Usually in these situations, like throughout the course of the season like i would usually be fairly passive and just let the situation play out you know not make any rash decisions um but i figured hey this is you know the playoffs it's now or never even though i'm i'm leading like let's let's hit that accelerator button let's drop scotty because he's doubtful for friday so i picked up gordon hayward um gave me the additional uh, three games that i needed um so slowly my kind of mindset throughout the week was like okay if i can I'll just manufacture games like here and there. And then even beyond like the, the Scotty drop and the Gordon Hayward pickup, I think um, uh, by Friday, like the Knicks no longer had any games left in the week. So immediately I was like, okay, I'm going to drop Jay Hart, uh, pick up Bismack Biombo, um, And then eventually like I dropped uh, RJ Barrett as well. So I was slowly just manufacturing games. And, and that was, that kind of became my, my game plan <laughs> throughout the, the remainder of the week, I would say. And that was like the only no. way I could keep pace with Shiro's, just manufacturing games. And um, by the end of the week, I had like 50 games. And uh, I think yeah. Shiro's, yeah, he, he still only had like, I don't know, 40, 
440. I, I don't even remember, like low 40s or something like that. And Bismack Bianco, I mean, you picked him up and he got you seven blocks the next two games. Yeah. Um, or, um, I mean, crazy pickup right there, 13 boards. Um, who are you debating? Um, obviously, you picked up Gordon Hayward. Was there a yeah. short list of players you were debating, or did you know it was Charlotte and Gordon Hayward? It was basically looking at the um, the games left, the scheduling in the week, and I saw, okay, Charlotte has three games remaining. Like, who's who's the best available player on the Hornets? And for me, it was a fairly easy decision. I was like, okay, Gordon Hayward. You know what really screwed me was earlier in the week, just keeping pace with Shiroz and leading at, at parts of the week gave me the false hope and the illusion that I could possibly win points and assists. And those are the categories mm -hmm. that Gordon Hay Hayward would boost me up in. So I thought maybe I was um, increasing the gap in those categories. But really, if you look at by week's end, this man slapped me in both of those categories by significant margins. So I kind of played myself in that sense. I would say, you know, you said significant margins. Um, let's recap. 5-4. Field goal, you had a strong lead and i'm gonna assume you budgeted winning field goal that, that's kind of been your ammo mm -hmm. yeah. um free throws you were not gonna win i mean there's no way so that's yeah. a one one count threes i'm assuming you budgeted you were gonna lose that's yeah. two one um did you have uh so i i hear you had the uh you you targeted points based on your gameplay how about rebounds did you feel safe with that category um yeah, I, I was fairly, I would say I was fairly confident with like, yeah, field goal percentage, boards, um, stocks, and maybe turnovers. So those are like mm. the five categories I, I basically targeted. So I would say, you know, assists, you are six assists away. I mean, mm. that's as close as it gets. And, and dude, that is a crazy output of assists. I remember early on in the season, we met week two and yeah. I literally saw the hole right in your roster right there. It's like, this guy does not have assists. He does not have, <laughs> you know, like assists to steal. Like, yeah. this guy is punt free throw, punt threes, punt, like, semi-points, and assist steals are just not strong. And, see, I got the lens of that week, too, and I remember you were like, holy crap, Ben beat me 6-3. Like, yeah. it, it affected you. And now I'm seeing you at 180 assists. Like you completely changed that field. I, I feel um, like it, it may have been like a one week anomaly only because like, um, so Halliburton, he was injured for the first half of that week. And I got super lucky in him even coming back from injury. And then he eventually played a back-to-back -back fresh off an injury return, mm. which made no sense. He played like Saturday, sorry, Friday and Saturday. And then I elected to keep TJ McConnell as like a backup and just drop RJ Barrett. And so those two left. gave you 40 assists right there, yeah, 43 yeah, exactly. assists. So that, that was ballsy, keeping McConnell and Halliburton. I would assume with Halliburton, McConnell became useless, but he put pressure on assists all throughout. So, um, yeah, you know, um, I would say... Again, just like manufacturing games. Um, just dropped uh, RJ just because he had like no games left in that week and... Yeah, I elected to just keep uh, McConnell on the roster for that reason. So fast forward to Sunday, obviously um, the difference, you know, yeah, yeah you won in thin margins and blocks and turnovers. So you can argue, you know, Sherry could have chased that. But 
stings to lose by one steal. Similar to me, I lost by two steal. That's the closest cat um, out of the out of the three. And uh, I'm going to assume you, you know, it went down to that Minnesota game. You had active players. Um, Sherry had active players. Um, how, how, did you watch the game? Did you pay attention? Did you? I turned off my phone. I wasn't even going to look at the game yeah. score until it was done. What did you do? <laughs> Yeah, I don't even blame you. That that was like one of the most stressful Sundays of my life. I <laughs> I, I try not to look at my phone as much as possible. But then by 8.30, uh, at the start of that Minnesota game, I saw that we were neck and neck 4-4. And it literally came down to the steals category. At that point, I was up by one steal. Um, so then, you know, the game plays out. Um, you know, they're, they're doing fairly well. Um, and, and Kat's like on a minute restriction too. So I was like, okay, like, uh, as long as Gobert doesn't like mess up the turnovers, I should be okay. And so right before the half, I think um, uh, Rudy Gobert, he registers a steal. And by halftime, I, I'm up by two steals. And I'm basically like celebrating. And I'm, I, oh. <laughs> I turn to my wife. I'm like, yo, I think I got this. I think I beat Rose. Um, and then uh, what happens was, um, I guess they reassessed the, the steal. And they took it away from Rudy. And they gave it to Cat of all people. They gave it to Cat. Of all he people, gave they gave it to Cat. Yeah. That so then it was 4-4 again. So yeah. It, it must so have been so deflating. I remember reading that as well. So you yeah. brought up your wife, obviously. Um, so, she, you know, were, were you able to, like, uh, how did you interact fantasy with her? Did she kind of, like, let you be this last week? or? Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, she was fairly supportive. She knew, um, she knew the stakes were high. And, uh, and she knew about my extremely mid history uh, of you know performance and throughout my damn career. you so shared she was eh? for me. I shared, yeah, you she shared. knows. She knows. She knows. I, I definitely, <laughs> I definitely BS to my life. Oh yeah, yeah, I'm great, man. I'm like, don't even worry about it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if you found that the efforts I put into it only to lose, it's like damn. Like, oh my god, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, your trophy chasing. Obviously, you want that trophy in the cabinet. First, second, third. You hit third. Would you call this a success? Successful season? You get third place. If I do, honestly, the biggest success of my fantasy career for sure. Oh snap! <laughs> All right. So you must have been very aggravated when yeah. I woke up at three a.m. to make moves. Even <laughs> <laughs> so, I was I mean, like, "What are you doing, bro?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at this point, I, I'm basically used to. Um, finishing the season without any sort of trophy. So I have fairly low expectations, but if I win, that'll just be, you know, the cherry on top of, um, yeah, pretty fun season altogether. And yeah, the, any, the highlight of my fantasy thus far. Yeah. There you any, um, any regrets either to the draft or I, I say, I'll give you an easier list. Give me three regrets, either the draft or through the waiver, someone that you wish you picked up or you dropped um, any sort of that. Yeah. So I, I think like two specific regrets come to mind for sure. The biggest regret I have is drafting RJ Barrett. This man's such a bum in terms of like efficiency <laughs> and he did not fit my team build at all. I it, literally, the instant I s hit the button and drafted him, I was like, why did I do that? <laughs> <Instant> <laughs> regret. And then oh, I, I waited all year. Yeah. I, I 
I, I, I don't know why I held on to this guy for so long. I remember it particularly um, roasting you on that too. Like, why yeah. are you holding out to Arjun Vett? Yeah, man. it's like no one was gonna pick him. <laughs> <laughs> There'd be times where he 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 would have pretty good output, and it gave, again gave me like a lot of false hope. And I, I just kept holding on, hoping, hoping this guy would perform well. Um, but definitely, yeah, one of my bigger regrets of the season. And then secondly, I think um, holding Ben Simmons for as long as I did. Man, this guy gave me like one good, good week for the entire year. And Literally, that was a, such a waste. Yeah, of I remember that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was that was tough. Yeah, and, and it's a shame because he actually fit your bill perfectly. If he just if he played to his expected output, assists, yeah. steals, rebounds. I mean, yeah, hurts exactly. and free throws, low volume field goals, low volume tos. I mean. He was the prototypical player for you. Mm-hmm. So agreed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that, yeah that's that. that makes sense. Um, how about um, so you talked about your draft regrets. Any waivers you wish you picked or wish you you debated on and you dropped early? Mm-hmm. I didn't look through your waiver history, but any regrets on that front? Yeah, I think one that that you mentioned in the past episode of the pod, I think we a lot of us had the same regret of uh, picking up, um, what's his name, Kessler? Is it Walker yeah. Kessler on the Jazz? Yeah, and then dropping yeah. him. Yeah, I don't know why I did that. He's such a beast in the- uh, He's the such a beast. Or, That's yeah. right. You had Kessler and Claxton at one point. Like, that was yeah, just so. twin-headed fantasy monsters. It's insane. Mm. Yeah. Although, I uh, did get Claxton for free on uh, on the waiver wire. So yes. That, that, that that was your that basically covered Gobert. That covered your entire build. Um, yeah. How about Giannis? Were you happy with Giannis as your second pick? Uh, I, I definitely don't regret the decision. Um, like in hindsight, maybe drafting Luca could have been a better decision, um, just based on like the output that he put out this year. But I felt like Giannis was a pretty safe pick, and um, my team build was exactly like what his yep. uh, stats were. You know, high field goal. Um, rebounds, um, yeah, basically punting free throws, but giving me like stocks here and there. So yeah, that was basically the, the the build that I had. So yeah, not really much regret, but he definitely underperformed this year compared to last. Mm. All right, we we don't have too much time left, so I'm gonna start rapid firing some questions at you. Um, yeah. A, how much time do you spend researching on fantasy <laughs> basketball on a week <laughs> on, on, on a per day average? Season, season and playoffs. Yeah, per day average in the season, not that much. I would say maybe like, um, maybe like I don't know, half an hour, just like passively here and there. It honestly, it would mostly be um, just opening up the Yahoo app and just reading some of the the comments on the player profiles. Yep. <laughs> exactly <laughs> what I do too. Yeah. Okay, um, what are you gonna do with the free time that you just? Uh, what are you gonna do to fill this gap, this void of fantasy basketball? Oh man, I don't know. Just like detox and just not think about fantasy ball for a while. I think I think I need the break. So basically, anything but fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> um, who do you got, Chiroz or Jin? Ooh. Um, so right now, I think Jin's leading, right? But I yep. think um, yeah, having faced Chiroz last week and. This man's, I, I think he's the defending, you know, is a two-time champ? Yep. Defending two-time champ for a reason. Nope, this one time. A oh, one time. Uh, okay. He lost to Talal the final of the year before. Um, oh, okay. But yeah, he's the defending champ. Defending champ. Yeah. Honestly, just seeing his uh, resilience, 
um, throughout the course of last week having faced him. Just him kind of adapting on the fly, making some some pretty tough decisions, you know, dropping Dame at one point, dropping um, yeah Gary Trent Jr. to kind of match my 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 drop of Scotty and just seeing what he was um, willing to do to win. I, I feel like he, he'll surprise a lot of us, even though he's um, maybe trailing right now. I feel like he has what it takes, yeah, to bounce back and and uh, the dub. To your point, he's winning six three right now. I just oh, checked, so oh, wow. he's yeah. back up. Yeah. Um, we obviously have the annual Sacco last place punishment. Our Sacco <laughs> is currently MIA. Any advice? Any anything you want to say to Vicky in case he's listening? Um, any advice? I don't know. I I. I... I think uh, I think what the past Sacco uh, achievers have have mentioned um, were were pretty sound advice. You know, just kind of taking it taking it like a champ and just um, just being positive and um, just kind of as much as you can just enjoy the moment because it, it ultimately it's like just all of us you know just a bunch of guys having fun at the end of the day. It's a uh, so no no hard feelings. Just you know try to try to enjoy it as much as you can. Sound sage advice, Byron. All right, we got just a little bit of time left. I'm going to give an open mic. Anything you want to say to the group? Anything you want to clarify? Anything at all? Ooh, um, not much, man. I, I would just say how impressed I've been, I think, with the league uh, and just kind of the vast levels of improvement I've seen um, from everyone, like, over the past few years. Like, I, I just kind of thinking back, like, once upon a time, not even that long ago, maybe, like, Four seasons ago, it, it used to be, you know, you didn't even have to know that much about basketball as long as you had like <laughs> general ball knowledge and some awareness about who the play, who the good players were. You'd be able to perform quite well in fantasy and and probably like automatically make it to the playoffs. Um, but it seems like you know people have uh, improved quite a bit to the point where these days, like I I feel like I have to look over my shoulder almost to because. Sacco watches, you know, it's it's a serious thing, and uh, <laughs> if you're not, yeah, if you're not careful, you, you might find yourself being Sacco just because you know there's much more parity in the league now. I would say so. Yep. Shout out, shout out to everyone for all the improvements. Yeah. True. Uh, actually, I got one last um point. So w- groups of our league have noticed, and anytime a podcast is aired sharing grievances against you. You unlock this new field. Um, is, is, is it accurate to say you used it as fuel? Or is there any correlation there? <laughs> Genuinely, <laughs> uh, the, the answer is no. Um, yo, Ben, honestly, like even the, the pod yes. where you, yo, you want to hear you. <laughs> but honestly, man, even like the pod where you went uh, when you did a deep dive on my team and like psychoanalyzed me, um, I listened to it and I was like, yo, I agree with everything he said. <laughs> So it, it didn't really motivate me. The only time where um, I, I had any sort of like extra motivation was, um, you know, in, in the quarterfinal matchup. I think I mentioned this in the in the WhatsApp chat when when Vimal denied me the the right oh, to yeah. use IL plus, even <laughs> though I felt like I had a right to to use like a IL position for for Halliburton, and that uh, kind of lit a fire under me. And uh, I'm glad I, I pulled out the dub against uh, i see uh, you okay <laughs> a little a little uh well i guess i'll ask you that if this role was reversed would you have let akmal use it oh 100 I, I, oh, I, I think snap. i would yeah 
Because yeah, right, it, it would have been like the fair thing to do, I think. Because it, it really was a fault on, yeah, sportsmanship. It, it really was just like uh, a fault on the, the Yahoo app. Because eventually they gave uh, Halliburton the IL status or the IL tag. Um, but it was uh, it was getting really close to game time. So I, mm. I felt like I was at risk of missing out on a player for no reason other than yeah, waiting for yeah, makes sense. Yeah, hopefully, we'll address it in the off season when we debate for a month on the rules. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> all right, Byron. Well, thanks for joining me, man. Uh, we got our third place matchup. Don't think I'm letting you up. I, I have, I have just as much uh desire to fill my cabinet with a bunch of third place trophies because that's all i get so yeah. it's on it's definitely on but hey happy to face you and i'm just happy we're still semi-relevant in our own little cabinet world still so. yes sir and all uh, right man. yeah mm-hmm. congrats on a competitive season yeah well played yes. all year ben. Yeah. yep likewise dude all right see you barn all right see you man Take care. And that that's it for our podcast today. And uh, keep listening. We have more episodes to come covering the finals map, which I've yet to do. But we've gone through the semifinals and we're on to the finals now. Thanks, guys.